Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, I'm so excited that today we get to chat with Connie Liu. She is the founder and executive director of Project Invent. And educators, if you haven't heard of Project Invent, you can find out more information at projectinvent.org. It's especially designed for older kids. We're going to get into that and just all the great resources and ideas. And, and Connie is not only involved in it from a design thinking and engineering aspect, but from that entrepreneurship aspect as well. So welcome to the show today, Connie. Thanks. So great to be here, Chris. Thanks so much for inviting me. Yeah. And and first off, Connie, you started as an M- MIT mechanical engineer, uh, moved into teaching and then became this kind of entrepreneur with this project invent idea. You know, tell us how that, how that all came to be. Yeah. I mean, so much of my uh, path into education was colored by my own background. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in San Diego and went to public school my whole life. And mm-hmm. I, my education was very colored by memorizing facts and bubbling in answers. So that oh, very yeah. traditional by the books education. Everybody loves um, that, right? <laughs> yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then I get to college. That's my first experience with anyone ever asking me to solve a problem with real world impact. And as an engineer at that time and being able to see that my ideas could have a real impact on the world, that was game changing for me. One of the first projects I worked on was called Finger Reader, and it was a camera mounted on a ring to help blind people read on the go. Um, So every day I would get to talk to blind individuals, learn about the challenges that they face with interacting with text, and then convert that empathy um, and creativity into a physical idea that then I could hand to them and then see how that manifested into impact. And that translation of empathy into product was a transformative experience for me that kind of lit a light bulb in my head of how do we get this empowerment experience to every person in the world. So I got really passionate about education and Uh providing learning experiences where people could feel empowered. Not the learning experiences of filling in bubbles and memorizing facts, but... Exactly. (laughs) Which has its place in education, but uh, I I think a very big missing piece in education right now is how do we have every student graduate feeling empowered to make change? Yeah. And, and thinking through some of those things that you were able to do, I mean, you took this idea that really was kind of born out of a class you were teaching, right? And turned it into Project Invent? Yeah, exactly. So once I graduated from college, first thing I did was become a high school teacher and got to pilot this uh, seed of an idea I had for getting students to choose problems in the community around them Mm -hmm. and empower them with the design thinking and invention skills to be able to create the impact that they wanted to see in the world. So we started in a class of nine students and within that school that slowly became a hundred students. And then I started teaching project invent on the weekends and neighboring schools. And one thing led to that another of decided that it it would make the most sense to be able to bring this national, Um, just seeing how kids sparked when they were doing invention in the classroom was something that I wanted to see in every classroom. Yeah. And I think a lot of educators are seeing that already, Connie, that, that kids, once you give them that opportunity to create, and invent and, you know, whether it's start with a mousetrap car or moving up to motorized mm-hmm. and mechanized things that have, you know, robotics impacts to, like you said, I mean, you were working on assistive technology, you know, at a college level, but 
right now, kids at, at high school and middle school and even elementary level are able to, to be working on things that, that have real, like you said, Connie, problem solving for the community around them opportunities. Yeah, I think for students and for the future of education, it's just going to have to look like more student agency where they get to choose what problems they want to solve in order to keep that engagement and increase the engagement that we see in classrooms. I think when students are able to tackle problems that they care about, the -hmm. level of engagement you see is just outsized. Uh, We we run a year-long program where students are identifying a problem and then pitching at our demo day where they get to pitch to investors and get funding. And Like real funding, Connie? Real funding. (laughs) Wow. So so this isn't just like fake story problem. This is real stuff. Exactly. And I think that uh, authenticity of it matters a lot for students to be able to see that this isn't just in the classroom. This is they're coming up with real world ideas and we're going to have them present that in a real world context. So we get some of the biggest Silicon Valley investors to come and be judges at our demo day and offer funding. And that's going to be huge for student confidence, especially for the ones who are kind of not within the typical geographic or um, demographic of Silicon Valley, where They've never been told that they can be an entrepreneur or an inventor. Right. And I think I love, Connie, how you keep bringing that entrepreneurship aspect into it. You know, we we as educators were like, you know, yeah, let's have kids design something. Let's have kids create something, you know, and and and, and we're starting to see with project-based learning, you know, like that performance step, that, that final step where you share your project. Um, but, but you're even taking that one step further with Project Invent. And, and maybe just for educators, again, who haven't heard about Project Invent, you know, give, give them the short rundown. I know you said it's kind of a year-long process, but projectinvent.org is where, of course, they can get all the information. But what is it like? What does it involve? What age kids can work with it? You know, go for it, Connie. Yeah, so we're a national nonprofit. We work with schools across the country to get students inventing for technologies for social good. As you mentioned, we usually work with high school students. So we have a fellowship where we have high school teachers apply to be, be part of this year-long program where we train them in design thinking, engineering, entrepreneurship tools during the summer. And then they can launch the year-long program within their school where students are identifying a problem in their community, learning the skills to be able to build an idea to solve that problem and then get the chance to pitch it to investors. So teachers are a big part of launching that process in schools that we partner with. Right now we're in 50 schools across 14 states. So we've Mm -hmm. been growing quickly in the last few years we've been around. And we also just try to keep this invention process open to any teacher. So if you're not a high school teacher, we also offer a lot of different ways to get involved through offering our curriculum for free online. And we have everyone from first grade teachers to grad school uh, professors using our curriculum in their classroom uh, to launch invention. Um, Or we run teacher trainings in partnership partnership with Infosys Foundation twice a year. So teachers of any grade level can be able to learn about the invention process for free through our training um, with them. That's awesome. So you have lots of resources available for educators on projectevent.org. And, and there's also some featured products on there, right? Like some things that kids have actually created, like, like a smart belt and a thing to, to sense early signs of concussions and, and an adaptive game controller. I mean, those are those are cool things that kids are creating. Yeah, and a lot of them are able to get patents and be able to start learning how to get their product manufactured. These students are making really game-changing ideas and then become 
because they're working directly with individuals who face that problem that they're trying to solve, Mm -hmm. they see the impact and then they push that forward. So about 70% of all our projects um, and all our teams decide to continue after the demo day, Mm -hmm. which means that they enter our year two program where they get to go from this working prototype to patents in production. So Mm -hmm. students are actually launching their projects in the real world and able to make some real impact. Like one of our projects, um, as you mentioned, is a smart belt called Stria that helps blind individuals be able to know when they're veering. Mm -hmm. One thing that they learned from their community partner, Jimmy, who's blind, is that he, when he tries to cross the street, he veers to one side and because of that problem, he's been hit by cars twice. Wow! So they created a smart belt that would vibrate on the side that he was veering to write him back on track so he could stay within the lines of the crosswalk and make sure that he stays safe when he's just doing what a lot of us take for granted, like cross the street. Yeah. And I know I read about this project and, and what a cool idea it was. And as these kids were prototyping it, they were basically just hooking up, you know, phones to each side of yeah. a person and like texting, you know, at, at, at the right phone at the right time to make it vibrate on that side. I mean, how simple of, of a simple little idea that is, but yet it makes a powerful impact in, in so many people. Yeah. And I feel like that story of prototyping is such a good one to highlight that a lot of people have this misconception that invention, especially with technology, has to be really expensive when it really doesn't. It can be something that you launch in any classroom because you're applying constraints to what materials students can use as a way to help them learn how to be creative. So we don't tell students to have an idea and then like program and build it immediately. We say, what do you have around you that can mimic what you want it to do. And for the Stria team, they were saying, okay, well, we want it to vibrate. Do we have anything that vibrates? Oh, our phone vibrates. Exactly. Um, So it's an expensive material, but they all had one. So they could just strap it to the side of someone and and use um, what they already knew could work to test out their idea. And, And that gives a low cost, like really exciting way for students to be able to see that their ideas matter. Yeah, that's awesome, Connie. And, and like you mentioned, you know, any student can invent. And, and this is right on your website. You believe this wholeheartedly. And, and I believe it too. Any student can invent. Any student can engineer. Any student can make a difference. I mean, that, that whole idea of STEM, it needs to be for every kid, every classroom, every day. So, you know, I mean, like, like I know when you're, when you're talking about this, this project invent idea and, and so many educators are using it, you know, across the country and are teachers using it like as a, as a class, like an elective? Are they using it as after school program? Are they using it as both? Are they using it in regular class? classrooms, cross-curricular, you know, what, what kind of ways are you seeing educators use it? Because every educator is like, how do I start? I mean, that's always the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah, it's used all across the board. And that's something that's so exciting to us. We have launched a year-long program with 50 high schools now, but there's about 2,000 educators from around the world who are using our curriculum. And we sometimes we see schools that are launching invention across their whole grade. Sometimes we see it being run as an elective. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we see like a boys and girls club launching it as an after-school program. Mm-hmm. So it really varies for whatever fits for teachers. Um, but I think the most exciting thing that we see is that it's not limited to STEM classrooms. Right. We see a lot of English teachers or librarians um, who are also taking us up on um, launching invention in their classroom because they know that this is less so about the STEM or the engineering and more so about the empowerment. And every teacher 
who goes into educating youth really just want to see students succeed and future ready skills that that invention teaches beyond just the engineering. There's so much of the teamwork and the empathy and the creativity that students are going to be able to uh, need and use uh, whatever career or path they go down. Yeah. And I know one of the uh, the, kind of like the four steps, I think that that are kind of outlined on, on your website, that empathizing, that listening aspect is first. And a lot of educators skip over that. A lot of kids want to skip over that. They just want to skip right to, I want to build something and, and make exactly. it cool, you know, but, but to do that empathizing listening, and then also to do some brainstorming too, before they do the building. And then of course the pitching, the idea afterwards, you're adding in a lot of pieces that, you know, really, I mean, if you think about that, really only about one out of those four ideas really focuses hard on, on some of those STEM kind of aspects. Yeah, you're so right. I think like one of the key uniquenesses about our program is how much we care about that relationship that students build between mm-hmm. someone who faces the problem that they're trying to solve and themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been key of students needing people like Jimmy and learning his story mm-hmm. about veering and um, getting hit by a car or like people are our students who work with Jose, who's a teenager with cerebral palsy. And they came in thinking, oh, he'll probably want something to help him move better because he uses a wheelchair. Then when they talked to him, he was like, actually, I'm a teenager who just wants to play Minecraft like all of my friends. Um, So they immediately pivoted and started responding to the needs that they actually heard. And those relationships and conversations are super key to having students believe that their ideas actually make impact. Yeah. And a lot of students, we talk about those those four C's in education, the creativity, the mm-hmm. critical thinking, you know, collaboration and, and communication skills, but but that confidence and and so much of so much of STEM education and, and what you're doing with Project Invent, Connie, is is about building confidence for kids to just try something. Like you you said, I mean, growing up and, and I think a lot of us can probably feel the same way, you know, maybe uh, you know, unsure of how to try something because it does seem daunting to to create a product that, you know, I mean, like I can't create a cell phone. I can't create something big and complicated, but you can create those little steps that build up or through that prototyping aspect, like you said, to to get to a point where it does make a difference for somebody. Yeah, exactly. And from those conversations, they're able to really narrow down on what exactly they're going to try to solve. So it's a little less daunting. So mm-hmm. when you pose someone uh, fixed blindness, that's going to be a lot taller of an order and much scarier than mm-hmm. when they hear a specific story about a challenge their user is facing. Um, and that that helps focus the students on something that um, feels a lot more manageable and actually helps them feel more powerful because they were able to solve it. So your your demo days are late April, early May each year. So uh, if educators want to, before they try it, you know, if they want to to just kind of jump in and watch some of those things, or I'm sure even like some of the previous year ones are probably available to watch somehow, yeah. right? So just to get that idea and maybe, you know, pitch it to your kids, you know, and say, hey, is this something you might be interested in? And I also know uh, my friend Jason Hubbard, he's he's done it with middle school level kids. So uh, like you said, I mean, you could you can do this obviously with high school kids, but uh, the resources, the curriculum, the ideas can be can be tailored to, to any age level, right? 
Exactly. I think there are so many ways you can deploy invention in your classroom in either small bite-sized ways or the full year way. Oh, yeah. Um, and we try to provide resources for however you need to do that because we know that teachers' schedules are going to re- require that flexibility. So it's mm-hmm. really important to us to be able to provide options for students who are not in high school or not able to do a yeah. full year involved yeah. as well, just like for Jason with middle school. And then for our demo days, that's a great way to tune in and learn more about what that actually, what invention actually looks like in action. And I know demo days are some of the most inspiring days for me every year to be able to uh, just feel the hope of this future generation and how much they care and how much um, they're going to make an impact. I think there is uh, every single year I just get wowed again by how much our next generation of youth are going to make the world a better place. They always give me more hope. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I got to I got to say it right now, Connie. You're the Project Invent mission of create a generation of fearless, compassionate problem solvers. I mean, that's isn't that, isn't that what, what every educator wants in their classroom, right? Exactly. We just want them to be kind people who are going to go out there and see that they have the agency to make changes. Yeah. Um and that's going to be the the biggest thing we can give them as they go out into the world. That's awesome. So, I mean, just listening to all these different ideas that you're sharing about how Project Invent was created and and with this whole focus in mind, um, Connie, I'm sure you've got a lot to say about what you hope the future of STEM education is, right? Yeah, I mean, I think invention should be in every classroom. I really do. When you mentioned the four C's, when we see that as the 21st century goals of education, Mm -hmm. I really do believe that invention is a way to be able to uh, touch on all four of those really important competencies for students to be future ready. They don't need to memorize facts. They don't need to bubble in answers in the real world. What they do need is that creativity and that confidence and that Mm -hmm. critical thinking that's going to help them succeed in this rapidly changing future that we have where we don't know what jobs are going to exist and we don't know what the world is going to look like. Um, So that flexibility to be able to problem solve is going to be key. And invention is such a key way to be able to teach them um, those skills all in one bundle. Yeah. And and again, a lot of those those bubble filling in ideas where, you know, you've got to learn the basics, you know, but a lot of kids, when they get stuck on a problem, when they're trying to solve a project or a problem, Mm -hmm. you know, and and they face something like, we don't know this background information. Well, they're going to look it up and they're going to find it and they're going to ask the teacher and they're going to they're going to get all that still that curriculum and content that they need through all those four C's and, and the invention process as well. So I know if if I was to ask you the, the question I ask everybody at the end, for someone to come in and speak to maybe a project invent team from STEM past or present, I'm, I'm sure you probably have a great answer for this one, Connie. I'm going to choose someone in the present. Um, I think she's such an admirable thinker about how to design a better world. So I'm going to mention Sarah Hendren, who's a designer and professor at Olin College of Engineering, which I also think is one of the coolest schools that's incredibly project-based and um, is doing a really new way of uh, getting students to learn through a hands-on way of learning rather than through by the books. And Sarah Hendren has just done such incredible things with thinking about how how everything from how do we redesign signs for uh, disabled parking to how do we redesign ramps so people can have the accessibility to bases and locations that that we wouldn't normally uh, design the world around. And I think the way she thinks about designing the world is such an eye-opening way for all students to be thinking about that. 
That's awesome. And I had never heard of Sarah before, Connie. So I appreciate you sharing this. And that's why I love asking this question because so many educators can find out about these great new people. And I just looked her up and sarahendren.com, S-A-R-A-H-E-N-D-R-E-N.com. And you can find about all sorts of, uh, I'm, I'm like wanting to go and click on all these links right now, but. Uh, yeah, she's I'll, designed some pretty incredible things. That's awesome. Well, uh, Connie, any other last thoughts? Uh, it's been a great privilege chatting with you today, but any, any other last thoughts that you want to share about uh, Project Invent or, or just last advice for educators? Yeah, um, I'll just give two quick shout outs of right now we are taking applications for new fellows. So mm -hmm. really excited to be introducing a new cohort of high school teachers to launching Project Invent in their classrooms and building this uh, community of teachers who are passionate about bringing um, invention into their classroom. So for, for high school teachers, excited to be uh, launching that fellowship. Applications for our training is also open for the summer uh, for any level of teacher. And then finally, our demo day are coming up, just as you mentioned, um, the April ones are April 17th and 24th. And then we have one May 16th as well. So lots of opportunities to engage with Project Invent coming up. That's awesome. And everybody can find out more about it at? Projectinvent.org. All right. Because I think I said that once or twice. So uh, <laughs> keep, yeah, definitely educators, check it out. There's great resources, great ideas. And, and yeah, I mean, what kid isn't going to get excited about, about inventing if you can bring this to your, to your school and, and in some way? And, and, and again, for those educators that are not high school teachers, again, there's so many ways you can modify, you can adjust and uh, and adapt this. Because again, every education opportunity is different. Every every situation is a little bit different. Let's just make it work and make uh, make these opportunities for our kids. So, Connie, I, I really appreciate uh, all the great all the great information and all the great stuff that you're doing with Project Invent, and uh, just all the best to you and, and your team as you uh, you keep uh, keep making STEM education uh, more more relevant and more real world for these kids. Thanks so much. What a cool opportunity to be able to share here. Yeah, appreciate it. Again, check out Connie Liu at projectinvent.org and you can find out how to connect with her specifically. And, and again, don't forget to subscribe to the STEM Everyday podcast. You can hear more great ideas that you can add into every classroom every day. Get your kids thinking about STEM. Uh, connect with me at dailystem.com. You can find out more information on how to contact me. And again, educators, just keep up the great work you're doing every day to inspire, like Connie and, and the Project Invent team said, every student, every classroom every day. Let them engineer, let them invent, let them make a difference.